Welcome to the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, Jesus freak, mom blessed by adoption, wife, wonderluster, and your intentional living and biblical mindset coach. If you're here, you're likely a busy woman wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You have a desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you, and you want more productively peaceful days. Well, you're in the right place, sister, because that is exactly what we do here. First, building on a foundation of faith with purposeful priorities while mastering our mindset and implementing simple self-care. So mama, grab your coffee or strap your kiddos in the car seat And let's jump into today's episode. Hello, sisters. Welcome back to another episode of the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, and today I am here with a special guest, Angela Quinteros. She is an executive leadership coach and motivational mentor who helps overwhelmed and exhausted moms that are struggling to balance their demanding career against their desire to be a present involved mother and spouse. She is a former educator and school principal. She is currently a mom of three active teen boys and a wife of 18 years and counting. She loves walks outside, good food, learning, and travel. My kind of woman, Angela, do you want to introduce yourself anymore? Yeah, just I'm happy to be here and um, excited to get to talk to your audience today and talk to you. I've um, been following your podcast and just really love it. So excited to dive into this conversation of and just share with another sister of faith and uh, and another mom. Awesome. I'm really excited that you're here. I loved um, even from the first time that we connected, just felt like a lot of similarities and and you're over here in on the on the West Coast. And so it works well for our time. I, I work with people that are all over the world. And so sometimes it's like trying to find a time on the calendar that works is difficult. But yeah, I love sure. I love that I just saw you drink out of your water bottle with my stickers on it. Yeah. <laughs> How fun. So Angela, I know one of the things that you wanted to get into and talk about today is just kind of along the lines of of trusting God. Do you want to share more about that? Yeah, I think when we were tossing around different topic options, um, you know, given that your audience is moms, there's a lot of different directions we could go, but what's been on my heart lately and what God has been teaching me is just about the importance of trusting him and following his steps, even when they may not make sense to us. And even when we may not think we need them. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Spoiler alert. We could never know better than God knows what we need. Right. (laughs) You will never know more than God ladies. Sorry, but, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, but I've definitely tried to think to act like I did. Um, And, uh, and God has graciously pushed back on me a little bit and just kind of straightened me out back on the path. And I'm just really excited to see where, where he's leading me in this season right now, as I've transitioned from being a full-time kind of corporate employee as a school principal um, and the mom of those active three boys that I, that we talked about. And then 
transitioning out of that into suddenly having this time freedom and being in this space of like, what's, what, what now God, you know, I, he called me to coaching. He put me in some awesome programs with amazing people. Um, but it definitely hasn't taken the journey or the path that I thought. So I think diving into some of what I've come across and, and I think that can help your audience as they go through different seasons of change. Um, and yeah, I can't wait to just kind of dive in. Awesome. Yeah. I think about this often because I, I remember reading it in a story somewhere, but basically like you're on this journey, you know, to the castle and you can take shortcuts and get to the castle. But then when you get there, like you're not going to be able to receive it or maintain it because you haven't learned everything that you need to, you haven't really been like equipped along the way. Right. Yes. God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called but sometimes we want it to like be instant, right? Yeah. You called me now equip me. And, and it's a process. It's like a learning process. I mean, even like in school, right? You start school and sometimes you're just like, man, can't wait to graduate. (laughs) Whether it's traditional, like public schooling K through 12, or even college, um, or different courses or programs that we can go through. We just want to like step in and know it all and be done. But I've seen this time and time again in my life and our adoption journey was like a huge one of those, our infertility struggles into our adoption journey. And it was like a seven to 10 year process and journey and wait. And there were so many times that I was like, what is this God? And questioning myself, questioning him, questioning my dreams and my desires and asking for them to be taken away and so many other things. But I'd like to share about when I was on that journey, it wasn't like a straight line to get there. It was like, okay, we're going to turn off on this little offshoot, go around this cul-de-sac a few times until I pick up the lesson he's trying to teach me. Then we'll go back out on the road and then go down a little bit more. Okay. Another offshoot, another little cul-de-sac. I need to run around a little ways. And so, um, for me, that's what it's been like, but I know you're talking about, you know, you're somewhat in the midst of this transition. So, what is that for you? Yeah, no, definitely. I love your analogy of like going down the path and like getting turned out into a roundabout or a cul-de-sac and then just kind of doing those circles until, until, uh, you get the direction that, that God wanted you to get. Like, am I pulling out of this straight? Am I pulling to the right? I love that analogy because that's definitely how it's been for me. Um, when I, just to give a little bit of the background for your listeners, when I was in education as a principal, that's a super duper stressful job. And I live in California and um, anybody in education in the US period, but definitely in California, it is a scary place to be right now. And I was feeling all the feels and tons of pressure and responsibility for my staff, for my students, And they were getting all of me. I mean, I was not in alignment with God at that time in my life. I was definitely not giving my family my best. And so I just, out of desperation, went to God and was like, okay, God, what does, there has to be something else. Like, what else is there? Because this is not sustainable. I'm getting driven into the ground. And he showed me the possibility in the realm of online coaching. And that felt like a really good fit. 
And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. God, thank you. Like I get to leave my job. You're calling me out of this and I get to go be home with my kids. And even though they're older, uh, for those of you moms that have younger kids, like they actually will need you at home probably more when you're they're older than, than they do when they're toddlers. Like mm. they, you know, my kids actually thrived in preschool. They got the social interaction. I never felt guilty about leaving them in daycare, but now that they're like 10, 14 and 17, they need to know that I'm, I can be their anchor because the world is a kind of a freaky place for kids and they're getting all kinds of stuff tossed at them. I got off on a little bit of a tangent. So apologies for that. Um, no, you're fine. It's great. It's that lesson of like, it was a huge step in faith to leave the comfort of the salary. Um, I've been the breadwinner for our family. And so for me to leave that, I needed something that was an answer. I needed a direction and God gave that to me through online coaching. And I signed up with a coach and a program and started learning and implementing right away, even before my school year had ended. And then, um, and that, that was a significant investment. And then God was like, you're, this isn't it, Angela, like you're, you're not listening to me. I keep telling you that you need to go, you need to be faith-based. You need to to talk to Christian women. And I, with the coach that I had, she was a secular coach and I just wasn't in a place where I felt comfortable asserting that to her. Mm -hmm. And so then God brought me into another program and another investment. And I was like, God, I'm not making money right now. How could you possibly tell me to spend more? (laughs) Right. What? But I knew after participating in the, um, in the program, the week, the week long free part, I knew like this, this was where he wanted me to be. And he has opened the floodgates for my faith life and my walk with him because I'm in a Christ centered coaching program now learning how to the business side of starting your own business, being an entrepreneur, um, you know, serving people in the way of coaching or as a service provider. And, but even then, like when that clicked, I thought, okay, yes, okay, I'm on the path. I'm, we're headed straight. I know where I'm going. I can even see like what I think is the end in terms of this transition in my career. And no, lo and behold, over the last six months that I've been participating in this program, it's been either a roadblock where he's saying detour and stop and rest or it's been the roundabout, like you kind of described where I'm just kind of feel like I'm going in circles and spinning and he's like, keep coming back to this. And, you know, and it would be oftentimes like a verse or the same message. And I would hear it through a podcast that I was listening to. I would hear it um, at church on this sermon message. I would hear it again from talking to a friend, maybe in the coaching community or somebody would post it on their Facebook and he just like that circle, right? You would just keep getting, you're like, okay, God, I get it. (laughs) So that's a little bit of like what it's been for me of just exactly like you said, there's been some roadblocks, there's been some detours, there's been some roundabouts and circling. And, um, I know that, he currently he has me at a rest stop. Mm. We are not moving forward. We're not moving backward. We're just at a rest stop. And um, I thought I was ready to get out of that rest stop and start promoting an online masterclass and and different things where I could serve you know all these women and and God is telling me nope 
we're not there yet. We're going to keep peeling back some layers and digging in and, and you're going to connect to me a little bit stronger and a little bit deeper before uh, I'm going to put you in front of, um, you know, other women in that way, serve them in that way. Um, he's like, I have more in store for you. So I'm in that rest stop and doing my best to wait here patiently and, and be okay with however long he may have me here. <laughs> yes. I love that. I love that you're like using these like um, road or driving analogies to like a detour and a rest stop. Like I love rest stops when I'm on a road trip, you know, I just ran with it. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like when I go to a rest stop too, it's so nice. I have a lot of fun there and I try to poke around, but at the same time, like I try to be very efficient with it. Right. Like pee, get your snacks, get gas, let's go. You know, (laughs) it's never usually too much time that I want to sit there. And I feel like we're all, we're all like that when we are asked to be in these like rest seasons. Um, and, and you're like, you talked about the spinning in the roundabout or the cul-de-sac or whatever. I think sometimes it's like a pivot, right? I think that's what you were talking about in detour. Like when I moved forward and like, I knew I heard God say coaching offer coaching. And I'm like, what me? Like, no. And it was, I didn't know anything about coaching. I didn't have a coach. I didn't dig in and like, learn about this coaching industry. He's just like offer to coach them further. And I was like, what? And, and so I did, but then even after that, it was this period of like, that, that couldn't be what you have meant. God, this right here, where I'm at right now, coaching these women could not be what you meant because this is not good. (laughs) Like this is not, for me, whatever else. And so it was very confusing, but I did have to go back to the drawing board. Like I hired a coach to help me like sort through a lot of that stuff. Like what transformation could I provide? And then it was like well over a month, if not multiple months of just sitting and waiting and like looking at this list, even after I was done working with this coach and like talking to my husband and and praying and praying. And then one day God had just like revealed to me, like exactly what he wanted me to do. And it was like, even now, sometimes I feel like I sound arrogant saying it, but he was like, you're rocking this mom life thing. And I was like, what? Like, but for me, it was a completely different transition into motherhood than most, or, or at least what you'll hear a lot of from culture, right? You become a mom and you lose your self-identity and you start to drift away from God. Cause you don't have time to get quiet with him. You start to drift away from your spouse because, you know, parenting and adding a third person to your family is, is a difficult thing. Um, you, you have tons of responsibilities, changing diapers, washing bottles. I mean, look at the statistics of that. It's, it's like years of your life by the time your <laughs> child is grown. Um, And, but to me, it was completely different. It was a catalyst and I was taking care of myself better. I was taking care of my home better. Mm -hmm. I was better managing my schedule and my time with God. And I was a more attentive wife and, and all these other things. And and this is, you know, not even nine months after becoming a mom, but I felt like, oh, I only have one kid and and he's only a baby still. Like everybody's just going to discount me because, well, you don't know what you're talking about and whatever else. Like, oh, just wait. You know, everybody wants to say, oh, just wait until like anything that you're going through now isn't enough or anything that you have already experienced isn't enough. It's the just wait. And so it was all these lies and everything were, were going on in my head, but I definitely had that period of like at the rest stop 
And then God's like, no, we're going to detour and we're going to go over here. And then it was, it was scary. And I didn't know, but it was that trusting God in the waiting. And I love how you had mentioned like a couple of different things. One, how you just kept seeing things. Like he was a God of confirmation. He is a God of confirmation. Like you'll hear it in the podcast and then somebody's going to post it on their Facebook page that, you know, and it's not the person that you listen to the podcast from. And then you're at church talking to someone and somebody brings it up. And then your son mentions something about school and you're like, wow, that like so super relates to exactly what God has been showing me in this season. And so I love that. And I feel like when, when we see that repetitively, there's some, we need to sit in that. And there's something more in that. The other thing that I love that you had said was, um, you're like, what? I'm not making any money. How could you and tell me, tell me to invest more? Like, what is this God? And yeah. I've, I've been in that situation multiple times. Like, I don't have the money for this, but he is like, so heavily pressing it on my heart, like take this step. And so in saying that, I feel like it's a very fine line between waiting at the rest stop. And then actually like, like taking that step too, of like, even if it's just one thing that he's shown you, like when he had spoke over me, like coaching, yeah. I was just like, okay, I'm going to go off for coaching. Even though I don't know what this looks like. I don't know how it works. Like I'm not certified anything. Um, and so I was just like, okay, I'll do that. I'll be obedient. And little did I know a year and a half later, almost two years later, he was going to lead me to where I am today, but it's been an incredible journey and I've learned and I've grown so much. And I love that you had talked about too, being in this Christ centered program and just being around so many other believers, even though you joined kind of like with the intent of learning business and like pulling those things out of you and like stepping into that calling a little bit more how much he's used that to grow your faith and to grow your community and just allow you even this season to rest in him. And what a beautiful thing that is when we can find those communities that really pour into us and fill us up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, an unanticipated outcome. Cause like you said, when I was, when I was participating in the free week for this program, it was with the intent of like learning, coaching it was learning the business and and I got some of that but then it was the faith part that was really speaking mm -hmm. and and yeah you like you said you said it perfectly it's like this pressing and it's so crystal clear you can't deny that it's God and yeah that was one of the scariest things I had to do is go to my husband and be like um so while you've been at work every day I've been spending an hour a day with this other program for free and it's time to pay yeah <laughs> and I'm still in the program that I already paid for and I haven't made any money as a coach yet but I know I know I know this is what I'm supposed to do and like how like can not, I didn't really need to convince my husband a little mm -hmm. bit, but <clears throat> thankfully, like he just really trusts me <laughs> after 18 <laughs> years of marriage, we, we are there. And, um, and so, you know, he was like, Oh, you know, okay. Like if this is what you feel like you need to keep moving forward in this industry or in this path, then, then, okay. I trust that, you know, you know what you're talking about. And so we did. And yeah, it's been, that was in July. So it's been about seven months and God literally has just shown me so much more about him and his faith 
and like his faithfulness, I should say for us and like his desire to um, just walk with us in every aspect of our life. And, and I've learned that it's even okay to like, just talk to him when I'm not happy about how something went. And when I think that I know I know the map, right? I've got it. I've got it queued up and I know what my next turn is. It's telling me, you know, the map is telling me this is my next turn to get to here. And that reference would be like the structures of a program, right? So I mean, you're in this coaching program, there's structures behind the program, there's steps that you take, modules that you complete. But as long as we're staying open to God and in this Christ-centered coaching program, it was really the coaches that were doing that with me and for me. Like it was amazing to me to have somebody who built this program so they know it works. And then to have that same person tell me it's okay to not do it this way. If you hear God telling you something different, yeah. it's okay to, you know, like just, I've never been in that position where I thought I was going to get in trouble. You can't see my air quotes, but listeners, I'm air quoting, get in trouble. <laughs> I have to preface that on my podcast all the time. And I'm air quoting here. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was going to get in trouble when I'm coming to my coach and saying, I don't know how I feel about this. I don't, I feel like this is what God is telling me. And to have that person be so in tune with the Holy spirit as well, that it was confirmation when I really thought it was going to be a barrier mm. and it wasn't it was like it was like the it was like those train track arms lifting up and it was like no you actually do get to go through this way um and yeah listen to god if this is what he's telling you then then we won't launch a new program right now or we won't you know we'll wait a week or two you'll we'll let you be in this season and yeah god has really just been kind of like an onion just peeling back layer after layer and i didn't even realize how deeply programmed I was in the ways that I operate in life. Yeah. Um, you know, as, as women, we, we tend to be high achieving. We want to be the best that we can be. We want to do it all. We want to be the perfect parent. We want to be the perfect spouse. We want to volunteer at church. We want to say yes. And a lot of times that is our downfall is that yes, ma'am mentality of like, yes. I want to do it all. I want to help everybody. And, um, you know, and, and sometimes God can teach you, but you also can just put those boundaries in place, or you can explore working with a coach who will keep you accountable to those boundaries so that you are having, keeping your priorities because it's easy to get lost in the serving, mm -hmm. lose track of who you are serving and that it really needs to be God. Like you might've started with that intention, but you get so swept into the service that you lose sight of who you're doing this for. And, um, and that's something that I, that God has been working with me on in this, in this rest stop, in this period of rest. I love it. There is so yeah. much truth in that. I remember years ago, I had this very wise, um, elderly lady at our church who she's like, Oh, you do so much and this and that. And I was just talking to her about it. And, and she said, I just want to encourage you that believers as believers, we are never going to be short on opportunities to serve. There is always going to be every week, possibly even every day, 
another opportunity presented to serve. And I think it really, I love that you had mentioned that because we, we have a heart to truly, mm-hmm. but it does come down to that. Like, are we being people pleasers or are we being God pleasers? Like, are we honoring him and doing what he's called us to do and focusing and serving well in the capacity and the priorities that like he has for us in this season, are we just trying to do all the things and like really selling ourselves short, selling our family short and not serving to our fullest extent? Like there, there are so many things I could say yes to and be doing this week, but I know if I say yes to, I'm, I'm honestly not going to serve in the capacity that that is honoring to God or or giving what's needed to be given in that role or that position. And so saying no allows another person to maybe step forward into their unknown. Maybe it's their big first scary step to say yes to something like that. And God's going to have them go through this growing season of faith and, and on this journey, that's going to build them to be who he wants them to be. And so I always think of that as well as like, I don't have to do all the things. There are other people that can do things too, you know? Um, but I loved too, how you had mentioned two, this is in two areas that you had mentioned this, but in talking to your husband about like, Hey, I know I'm still in this other program and we already invested in that. And I'm not making any money, but I want to invest in this one now. And I feel like God's really pressing this on me. I've come to my husband with this question so many times. It's not like I need to be here to succeed. It's like, I really, truly feel God is calling me into this space. And it is a space that I want to be in. Like, can we find a way to yes. And your husband, like having faith, in your faith, like believing what God has called you to. And then I heard you say this with your coach too. And I think that is so incredibly important to have a coach that does that. And like, not telling you, this is how you should be doing it, but I'm providing you a guide, Mm -hmm. but for coaches to like, take a backseat approach and allow you and your relationship with God to actually take the lead and having faith in her clients that they have a connection with God that they are listening and leaning into him and truly knowing what is best. And so I love, love, love that too, because those are two very, very important aspects of, of life. And it's just great. Yeah. Yeah. One other thing that you had mentioned too, um, in terms of this whole driving analogy still is like, my husband did an assignment a while ago for school many years ago and now actually, um, but it, he called it faith as a GPS because he, he loves cars. He loves to drive. And so he, and he's really good at analogies. So it's funny to me, he's going to love this episode. (laughs) Um, but he was talking about faith, you know, and it's like, sometimes you're like, I know that I can see on the map, like I could go this way and it's probably like a nice little shortcut or whatever else, but like just trusting, like having faith in the GPS that is God. Um, and that's what he called it, like a God positioning system or something like that. And like just being obedient and, and following the path that he has for us, even when we don't understand it, even when it feels weird. Um, and even when it's, it's not, what we had originally thought, but just being, um, being submissive and obedient to his, to his leading. Yes. 
Absolutely. And it's so funny that you use the word submissive because I just listened to an online sermon that another um, colleague shared with, um, actually, she, yeah, she shared it in our Facebook group, Kingdom Calling. And um, that's, it was all about that. Like you have to submit to God and he will order your steps. But if you haven't submitted, then you don't get to see the next step. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you and everybody, you know, we're close enough to the new year that everybody still probably is um, working on their goals and are probably still Hopefully. working on their resolutions or have their word of the year that's at the forefront of their mind. Yes. And God definitely gave me surrender and trust and surrender is a mm. form of submission. You know, you're right. Like your hands off the wheel or like Carrie Underwood say, would, Carrie Underwood would say, Jesus, take the wheel. Yes, <laughs> you know, there, let him go. There. And that's where, that's where I'm at right now. I'm like, okay, God, like, yes, I am a control freak, but you know what? I'm letting go because you are bigger than me and you have my, my, my little small human brain has so such finite knowledge of like everything that's possible through you that I'm just going to trust and let go and surrender and be, and submit to, to, to that, to those steps so timing that's been the biggest one for me is his timing yes yeah and he's never late he is always on time always and that's that's a huge thing that he showed me through our adoption journey we we had a very rough journey through adoption and it's like after almost a decade of infertility like really come on (laughs) this is not what i came here for but um but he, he was right on time. And I had made plan after plan. Like we were matched with one mom. We had a plan. We were going here. We were doing this that fell through. And then we were matched with another mom. We had plane tickets. We had all the bags packed. Like we were, we were going to Arizona via Tennessee flew with like multiple car seats, all this stuff. And, and we got a phone call to go home and it was like, it was heartbreaking and whatever else. And there was like a month of one of my most dark and depressing seasons of my life. But then, then we're across the country with no car seat, no baby clothes, no anything. And I even told my husband before we left, I feel like we need to take the baby stuff because last time we went for your work trip, we took the baby stuff and we were coming home with babies. And so it feels weird to go on a work trip because in my mind, like my whole body was like still on board with this like pattern of we're bringing babies home from this work trip. And so it was just like, it was just a traumatic experience that I needed to get over. Um, but then we were, we were over in Newark, New Jersey. We were in New York city and got the phone call. We needed to be in Arizona in one week to, for like, for the birth of our son. Yeah. And it was like, uh, what told you we should have brought the baby stuff. So we had to cut his work <laughs> training short and everything, but to see the way that God's plan was orchestrated in, in this, you know, allowing us to be his parents and to have this relationship with his parents and the way everything went through that week that we were there and got to spend time with them. And just like everything in his plan, even if it's his plan B, right. He put her, him in her womb, he's her child, but to allow me to parent in this plan B is just incredible. And so it is going from, it definitely took me from that control freak to Jesus freak. (laughs) Like, Just oh, I love that. trust the process, trust him, trust the plan, um, and just moving forward in obedience. So I have loved this conversation, but I don't want to keep everybody on here all day. 
<laughs> Angela, I know you have places people can connect with you um, and even just watch this journey unfold and see what step God gives you next and where he leads it to. I know it's going to be a beautiful thing to watch and a testimony of just his goodness and faithfulness throughout. So if people want to take part in this journey and even watch from the sidelines, where can they find you? Yeah, totally. And thank you for that. Um, I would love to have people join on Instagram. It's at Angela Contero's coaching. And then I also have a Facebook group community called Joyful Woman Successful Leader. And it's a community full of women that, um, you know, are in all different walks of life. Some are moms with young ones, some are moms with adult kids. And, but we all just are in this community together. Um, and the successful leader part is like, as a, if you are a mom and your listeners are, you're a leader. Like, own yes. up to that because you are a leader. 100%. And so absolutely like, and you can find joy as a woman and be a successful leader, um, even with all the chaos of, of life and the transitions of kids and work and all those things. And so, yeah, I just um, would love to have any of your listeners that, that resonates with them to come and join us in our Facebook community. Just answer a couple questions. I'll let you write in and we can, and you can just, uh, yeah, join in the fun. Awesome. Super exciting. And I will drop those links in the show notes. Um, any takeaways that you want people to just like grab from this episode and walk away with today or any tips or words of encouragement? Yeah, I think probably I'll go the route of words of encouragement and just reassure your listeners that maybe going through an unexpected season or maybe in a season longer than they thought they would be to just really be patient with God and ultimately truly trust and surrender those words that we talked about surrender and submit um and just know that like he's got your back and he has your best interests at heart and you will be able that that hindsight will be 2020 and you will be able to see why and how all the stuff that was maybe uncomfortable or disheartening why did those things pop up and God will give you that when you just hang tight and let him order your steps and stay on that path with him as your guide. Awesome. And spoken from one who's in the midst of yes. this, like, you know, you're holding fast to that faith. Last question before we go, what does intentional abundance mean to you? I think that like these two words that God gave you and I've listened to your podcast. So I know a little bit of the background, but I think it's super cool and just like intentional of that. It's purposeful. It's something that is given with intent. And then the abundance part of just blessings, like that's the first thing that comes to my mind. And especially when we're relating it to God and like his, he is so intentionally abundant to us with his blessings and they may or may not be financial they may or may not be um physical tangible things it you know kind of like what we talked about with this experience i'm having in the christ center coaching program like i am very intentionally and abundant in this program blessed because of everything that's been provided um and those are non-tangible things it's just the the love and the faith and the support and so yeah i just think thinking 
about like, like how God provides for us and that he's very intentional in how he provides and he's very abundant in how he provides. And sometimes we just have to look for it and take note and give thanks when we, when we see those. So, yeah. Yes. Amen. Amen. I love that. God is intentionally abundant to us. Yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Angela, for being here. Thank you for sharing your heart and your story and all of this encouragement with us today. Um, I, again, will drop all of her links in the show notes. So you guys will be able to reach out to her and I hope you all have a very blessed week.